0: Hi guys and welcome to this week's episode of Bitch Work Podcast. I am so ecstatic to be here with the gals on the go. and Guys, thank you so much for coming on today. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having us. We were beyond
1: honored and excited. We're both huge fans of you, we know, and obviously we miss you so much. Wish you could see you in person, Um, but so honored to be here.
2: Yes, thank you no. so much for having us on. We love you so much, and this is just such a fun little collaboration. The three of us, gals, we're no. all gals on the go here. Yes, we truly are. <laughs> I can't wait till we're all gals
0: on the go in New York City next year. Like, stop it I'm right
2: now. We are going I'm to live
0: living our lives like going to Soho brunch, yes. like <laughs> doing our thing in the city. Like, I cannot wait to be back. Oh
2: my gosh, that just really sparked something in me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Brooke how's New York going for you right now okay so
1: I will say like November December time it was really bad I think even January I would categorize in that like kind of scheme but I think we're on a slight improvement not only is it like the weather's gonna break I say it will be in like the 40s next week but also we now have indoor dining so there's a little more options of like things to do right the streets for a while were just like empty like I came back after like the holidays and I was like where is everyone like I felt like I mean and then you went on Instagram everyone's in Miami apparently like okay. everyone's in Miami so. <laughs> so that's where they all are I guess all New Yorkers flee there is that like a normal thing I never knew that New
2: York um, to Florida in general, I feel like is a big thing.
0: Yeah, but normally it's like old people, yeah, like people who are That's what retired. Tired. But now I think just because no one has to be at the office, they're like, I guess we'll go too. Totally, but we're on a comeback, <laughs> I would say. But Jordan, when you were here like over the summer,
1: I really and I would like reiterate this online stuff. I was like, it's, it's like fine, like it was happy. I felt safe, totally but I fine. also felt like the, enough was open. Like we did outdoor dining together,
0: and I felt like great with that. So I totally agree. I, I cannot wait to be back in New York in the summer. Like I actually had an amazing summer. It was so fun. I felt like it, it was just, I, I truly did feel really safe and I personally feel very comfortable with dining outdoors Mm -hmm. and if Cuomo tells me something is safe then I trust him with my life. I feel the same way. (laughs)
1: Yes, exactly. That's my position. So I do think we're around, I mean, who know? who really knows, but like, it feels like a better spirit in the air. I will say that. Recently, yeah. yeah. Well,
0: I will be back April 1st. Oh, well, wait. then we'll
1: have to hopefully that will be like perfect time to start outdoor dining, anyways, because it's yeah. nice before it gets like too, too hot, like the heat of summer. We have to, New York, exactly. has a careful balance, <laughs> yeah,
0: totally. Okay, Danielle, what's going on with you? Like, almost graduated college. It's I feel so like we creepy. first started talking when you were like literally a freshman,
2: no, literally, and I think we met for the first time when i was in new york city and i was kind of at that point i was like oh do i want to transfer to live in new york city like right? i was kind of going yes. through that and i was talking to you about it and i ultimately decided to stay here at university of georgia and i'm definitely really happy i did that because obviously new york city can wait and i'll be there hopefully this coming fall which is so crazy to think about probably sooner knowing me but um yeah i'm a senior at uga right now i'm a fashion merchandising major and i'm so happy i switched my major from advertising to fashion merchandising. It's just so much more fun, so much more of my vibe. And yeah, about to graduate in May. It's kind of hitting me and it's kind of crazy, but I'm definitely really excited, but also sad. So that's kind of where I'm at.
0: So I thought today it would be so fun if us three sort of chatted about like all the different points we're at in our life. And hopefully you guys listening can relate to one of us or what one of us is going through because Danielle's in college, just about to graduate Brooke has been graduated for what? One, two years? One and a, like it will be
1: two when Danielle graduates. I'm two years older. So <sighs> I, what do you say? I, one and a half, one and three quarters. Yeah, I'd say almost one two one years. Yeah, yeah, almost two yeah. years. Oh, that's weird to say.
0: Ugh, <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> well, imagine being like almost five, four. I, I don't know. I, think I graduated. So youthful. It's I don't so crazy. even remember what year I graduated in. Like I think it was
2: 2017. Stop. I, think. I have to check my diploma. Wait, that was I was class of 2017 for my high school. That's so crazy. So I, class of twenty eighteen? Maybe twenty eighteen. Maybe twenty eighteen. Maybe who knows? So Brooke
0: graduated like one and a half years ago from college. She had a corporate job. She now she works for herself. Lives in New York. So she's. I feel like you're probably in that like transitional phase still mm-hmm. of like transitioning from college to work life, whereas I am like the old fart and have been no. out of college before. Like four years in corporate America, um, just like really trying to figure out like my place in the corporate world. Mm -hmm. So I thought it would be really fun for us to chat about like some of the struggles we're going through or just some things of how we're feeling about graduating, transitioning, Mm -hmm. being stuck in a rut and just like have an open convo about it and see if like like we can help each other out through some of that stuff.
2: I like it. A little therapy sesh. <laughs> I'm on, I
1: yeah. know. I like that we're all at different points, too, because we all like I'm sure we'll have some similar struggles and concerns, but mostly different, which is interesting.
0: Yeah, definitely. So first I want to talk about like just like if any of us have like any like concerns or like insecurities about like where we're at in our lives or for feeling like something's weighing on us in terms of like what is going on. Like for me personally, like, especially with COVID, I think it's really hard to stay motivated Mm -hmm. in a corporate environment. And because for me, waking up every day, going to the office, looking cute, passing my coworkers, like those were things that I like thrived off Mm -hmm. of. And I have found things that I love with working from home, but like just being at home and also being in like the four year mark of my career, I feel like I'm really struggling with like Am I progressing? Am I doing the right thing? Am I moving forward? And I have talked to some of my other friends about it. And I think a lot of people feel similarly because of COVID. But I'm wondering if there's anything like weighing on you guys that is like particular to like what you're going through.
2: I can start. Um, Immediately comes to mind. We talked about this on our podcast a couple weeks ago, but it's freaking me out that I'm about to kind of lose that student identity. You know, I mean, both of you guys Mm -hmm. kind of probably experienced it as well, where Mm -hmm. my whole life I've been a student, like whether it was high school, college, middle school, whatever it may be. And that's always kind of been something like even on my YouTube channel, on the podcast, everything like I'm a college student, like that's what people, you know, know me as a lot of people. I mean, some people have been following me since high school, but I've always been a student and I made the decision this past year that I would be, you know, fully going into this next chapter on my own doing the podcast brooke and i are about to live in the same city so we want to do a video Mm -hmm. component and we're so excited for where gals on the go is going to go. And I've never kind of had this moment in time where I was only doing social media. So I'm definitely nervous as heck. And knowing me, I'm probably going to find other ways to get busy. I really love the idea of getting a fashion internship because my major has really made me so interested in the fashion industry. Like my trend forecasting class changed my life for whatever reason. But I guess I'm just kind of nervous to lose that student identity and not be a college student anymore and be a yeah. full grown up. Um, and I also like, then I'll be like, Oh my gosh, should I get a real job? Should I go through this process? But also I am so proud of what I've done. So like, I want to give myself that shot. It's just a weird time, but I'm very excited. Needless to say. Yeah. I
0: can totally relate to that feeling of like losing the structure of being a student and also just mm-hmm. like missing learning. Yeah. Um, that didn't really hit in for me until like a year maybe after college, but I remember because I was so excited to get into the workforce and get out there mm. and move to New York. But like a year in, when you settle into your routine, I was like, I like really miss just learning something new. Yeah, right. Because when you leave college, like even now, I'm like, okay, I have this dream where I want to move to Italy for a year. I so, so see like,
2: that. I see I, I, you would thrive.
0: You. Yeah. Thank you. So I really am like dying to do that. So I started doing Duolingo. Like every morning I do 20 minutes of Duolingo to learn Italian. And I'm like, I legitimately took two years of Italian in college. Like I didn't even, and I just took it because I had to take a language for my major. But like at the time I wasn't like being like, this is so cool. Like I have the opportunity to learn mm-hmm. a new language. Like this is amazing. Like the tools are at my fingertips. And that is something that like, I really struggled with when I first moved to the city was like, I'm craving learning again. Like, mm-hmm. and how do I incorporate learning into my life while still like being an adult? Cause I'm, I'm not a student anymore. Like I, mm-hmm. I do have to prioritize other things. So, so I totally, crazy. totally relate to that. I Feel that too.
1: Actually, I've I never. I used to be like I will never do school again. Like when I graduated, I was like I never have to take a test again. I never have to write a paper again. And like, not that it's been pressing on my mind, but now I'm like, should I? Like, would I ever go to business school? Like, I want to start a business someday. And like, I see that for like, I I could totally see myself doing that now because you crave yeah. learning in a different way. Mm-hmm. Where it's and when you're out of school, it's like it's the first point in your life when you're like I actually like crave learning and I desire it versus it's just like kind of what you have to do and what you're taught to do right so and also it's much
0: easier to take a class and like appreciate what you're doing when you don't have to be tested on it yep
2: <laughs> Agreed. That's so true it's so funny this semester in specific it's my last semester ever Every time I find myself getting stressed about schoolwork, I have a lot of homework this semester for whatever reason, and I get so upset. I'm like, oh, this is so frustrating. And then I remind myself and kind of express some gratitude. I'm like, I'm going to miss having homework. I know I'm going to miss it. I know I'm going to like miss these things, so I try to appreciate it at best I can. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, Danielle, I do have some advice for you, though, because when I – moved to the city a few months and I started taking some classes that I just found interesting at the new school. They have like an open continuing education program, mm-hmm. which also if anyone listening is like moving to the city or moved to a new city and it's looking, I mean, not right now with COVID because I don't think the classes are in person, mm-hmm. but once in-person classes are available again, if you're looking to like meet new people or just kind of like fulfill that that part of you that wants to like go to class. I took a photography class. I I took, I, yeah, it was really, really amazing. And like, it was just great to go to a class and like have something to do that wasn't like go out to eat or like go to a bar on the weekend. Like it was a Saturday morning class, brought my camera. I was there with like a bunch of other people who are interested in like fashion photography. And it was really fun. And it was, it did cost money. I think it was like $500 for like a 12 week course or whatever. But I'm sure that a lot of universities have that option to do like a continuing education where you can just super sort cool. of pop in that to classes. That's I'm
2: gonna look. It was really that. fun,
0: and it's
1: Thank more you. of like a direct investment. I feel like when you take niche classes like that, that you know, like I, I don't know if they offer that specifically at Georgia, but I know like we didn't really have like a super heavy. I took some classes in social media, but it wasn't like a a marketing right. school by any means. You know, like we weren't super digital focused, so. I feel like mm-hmm. anyone could benefit from, like, plugging themselves into, like, more niche classes related to their major later on.
0: Yeah. And, Brooke, especially with you, like, thinking about going to business school, like, mm-hmm. it's a great way to test the waters of, like, taking a business class at a smaller university yeah. or something that isn't as long-term, um, what's the word? Like, a long-term commitment. commitment. Yeah. And just kind of, like, testing the waters a little bit before you, like, That's really a really it.
1: good idea. I'm very much so, like, I'm like, I want to jump all in, and then, like, that's, like, A lot of money and two years of my life and like uh, the time and stuff. So great advice, Jordan. Thank you. Yeah,
0: I would highly, highly recommend. It's also just fun. Yeah. Um, Brooke, what's been going on with you? Like transitioning from college, like, do you feel like anything Danielle said, like resonates with like currently
1: totally that all like hits the whole student identity thing and it I agree with you it took me probably a little bit of time and I remember even um I lived in Boston for a little bit and I would go to watch the Georgia football games that's where Danielle and I both went to school or Danielle still goes to school at University of Georgia um and I would go and watch the football games and at like a bar because I don't your school probably did this too like you partner with like yeah like bars yeah it's like the alumni club
0: or whatever there's actually a bar in New York City called yes. Marshall Street oh. that is, so I went to Syracuse. And in Syracuse, there's a street called Marshall Street, which is like on campus where like all the balls bars are. Aww. And there's a bar called Marshall Street on the Upper East Side, I think, or Upper West Side. And it like legit, like looks like Syracuse. Like it's all That's blue cool. and blue and orange. It's fun. Yeah, cool. I know that there's one for there's Ge- Georgia.
1: Game. I didn't even know I moved to Boston. I was like, there's going to be no alumni from Georgia <laughs> in Boston. It was I, hundreds of people like every time jam packed into this bar anyways. And I remember like the times when I was standing there like watching the game like with other people who went to my school that maybe I wasn't friends with at school. But whatever, like it made me miss definitely being a student even more, even more so than I realized. Yeah. Like I feel like at first when you're fresh off of it, I like what you said, Jordan. But I, I actually have different concerns now with where I'm at. And I don't know if it's just because of like I try not. We always say that's like a big thing on our shows. Stop comparing yourself to others because that's oh my honestly God, it it's, a, it's where your downfall comes. Totally, but I'm at a, like a really weird in a in a great way. Like I'm so blessed and so grateful that in many ways, like where I'm at for 23 is very odd. Like because many mm-hmm. other 23 year olds or I'm soon to be 24 don't live a life similar to mine. Like I and I'm not trying to be like oh, I'm this high achiever or whatever it is. It's just. I have 10 plus years. I've been doing YouTube for 10 plus years. So I have many more years under my belt of doing this whole thing. But it's then that balanced with, then I look at other like way more successful creators and compare myself to them and say, I'm not good enough. So I'm like in the middle of like, I feel like I compare myself to peers or people. Yeah. That I went to college with or just that are friends from high school or whatever. And I'm like, wow, I'm doing pretty well in life. Like, you know, I should be doing like I'm excelling and I feel so confident, but then I compare myself down. So I think A lot of people in their career do that. You compare yourself to other people your age and everybody's path is different and every person's individual journey is different with that.
0: Yeah. Uh, I have such similar concerns and like feelings. I always am comparing myself to others and it like makes me feel like really like angry at myself Mm -hmm. because this is, I talked about this on another episode and like, it's something that I hate to admit but like and i'm really trying to work on it but i find myself like feeling jealous of like my friends mm -hmm. and like holding this resentment of like they did this and like it it blew up or they started this and they're so happy and like i feel empty or like i'm not good enough and it like i i just
2: hate that i get like this like jealous feeling in my Mm -hmm. gut that i'm like i wish that was me (laughs) I know I feel the same way I get like that so easily and what I try to do when I feel that way and I guess this is my advice to you is when I start to feel jealous I start to kind of take a step back and "Hey, why am I jealous let's refuel that towards, you know, my passions and how it can inspire me to kind of go towards my goals in particular. That's what I try to do because I'll be like, why am I jealous? Oh, like, why am I so angry? Like, I just want to be like that. Okay. What can I do to go forward with my goals and like be so successful in my own life? That's what I try to do at least. Right. Right.
0: I've been trying to like reverse that energy into supporting them. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's also great. Take the energy that I'm feeding into like a jealousy and like just like twist it around and be like, okay, I'm going to support them. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be like the best friend that I can. Or if I have anything that maybe I can provide for this person who like Mm -hmm. maybe is doing something that's similar to what I'm doing, help them and like just support just to try to put like a positive love spin that. on it and like maybe that. get some good karma out there.
2: Yeah, like you're happy for them, you support them. And when you're putting out that positivity into the world, like hopefully it comes right back.
1: <laughs> yeah, I give myself literally like the one second to two seconds to be like, wow, damn, I wish that was me. And then I switch my mindset. Cause I think it's okay to
0: understand that, but let it be a passing thought. Don't let it like live right yes. in your head. I think that when you transition from college to real life, and Brooke, you're an example of this as well. And I think, Danielle, like this kind of relates to your whole thing about um, branding yourself as a student and like, do I want to move to New York? Do I want to get a full-time job? Do I want to do this? Do I want to do that? Like the first year after college, at least for me, was like a trial run. Oh, totally. Like, Like I was like, I moved to a neighborhood in New York that I did not like. Like I didn't know if I wanted to keep my job. There was just so many things that I was like, I'm just going to try it, I guess, and like throw spaghetti in the air and see if it sticks to the wall and like see what <laughs> Literally happens. though. Yep. I love that. And then like after the first year, I was like, okay, that's not for me. Like this neighborhood in New York, not for me. Like at least I know now I can move on and try something else. And same with Brooke, like getting a job and being in Boston. Mm-hmm. Like you tried that and then you were like, no, not for me. So Danielle, like maybe you with your YouTube channel, like, okay, like, I'm going to try to continue the school content because that's what people know me as. And like, you try that and then you see if it works or maybe you do apply to some fashion internships or some jobs and like, just see what happens. I I think it's so important to know that it's always okay Mm -hmm. to
2: change.
0: Like not everything is
2: so permanent. I love that. A trial run. I appreciate that. I'm gonna start going with that when people ask me what I'm doing. I'm just gonna do a little trial run, see how this goes. Yeah. And that should be so normalized, especially during these times since everything's so unpredictable. It's like you can't plan everything these days.
0: Yeah, and I think that a lot of people do that without knowing it. Like right. they, yeah. they they but they end up figuring it out at the end of the year and maybe they mm-hmm. feel guilt or something behind that when in actuality, like it is so normal. Yeah. I think everyone it is so normal to change your mind or decide like, oh, wait, I lived in New York for a year. Like now I want to live in L.A. or mm. I lived at home. I lived by myself and like I want to live with my parents. Right. Like either one is fine.
2: I know. That's the other thing. I don't know if I want a roommate or not. Like I love the idea of living alone. I lived alone sophomore year here at college, actually, and I loved it. But then having a roommate, especially during the pandemic, has taught me like how nice it is to have a roommate and like someone to cook with. Oh, there's so many things I have to decide. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Okay, wait, let me check my notes. Um, Okay, so another thing that I find myself doing a lot is feeling like there's like certain checkpoints in my life that I have to hit by like X age or X stage in my career. And I would love even if it's like career related or personal, like for me, I was like, I always thought like, okay, like if I don't have like a relationship by the time I'm like 30 like, what am I doing with my life? Like, if I can't, like, if I don't have that experience, or if I'm not making X amount of dollars by the time I'm, a lot of things are 30 for me. If I'm not making X amount of dollars by the time I'm 30, then, like, have I failed? Mm -hmm. And I know that when I was in college, I was like, if I don't get a job three months after I graduate, then, like, I suck. Mm -hmm. So I want to know if there's any, like, checkpoints that you guys feel, like, are really, like, pressure or maybe checkpoints that you've hit that you're really proud of um or just like anything for someone out there listening that like it's okay if you don't hit everything by a certain mm-hmm. point
1: yeah I I could definitely relate to that I set those like standards in my brain where I'm like I have to be investing this much or I have to mm-hmm. I, I do the relationship thing all the time I mean I'm, I'm and it makes no sense because literally every other area of my life is going so magically but yet I'm like oh uh, my timeline's running out like I you know if I want to be in something serious by the end of the year or whatever it is like I got to start dating now you know what I mean um and I think a lot of people do that and then it's just understanding that you're putting that pressure on yourself no one else is looking at your life and being like oh, "Brooks still single like no one cares like no totally. if, and if they do care that's weird like then you, like you need yeah. to focus on you like that's a little bizarre um I do think I will say like for, I, I mean I could probably speak for danielle and i on this like we've been so beyond lucky that like at a young age we've been able to like make such great money like honestly salaries that like adults make which is just absolutely Mm -hmm. mind-boggling when you really think about it um like my accountant called me and told me like how much it made he was like this is like how what are you doing like because they don't even (laughs) like get it they like can't conceptualize it you know what i mean so i think yeah but it's also then the almost like imposter syndrome that's related to that of being like, I don't deserve this. I don't know if you deal with that, Mm -hmm. Danielle at all. Like there's a part of me that's like, I'm like not worthy of this. Like this should be going to someone else. Like I feel, even though I've been doing it for so many years and I want to be proud of myself and be like, I've built this life for myself. Like I'm a strong, independent woman, whatever. Like a part of me is like, it feels like it's not, it doesn't belong to me.
2: Oh my gosh, Brooke. I really relate to that. It's like, I didn't know it was called imposter syndrome. Actually. That's really interesting. Um, I, well, obviously right now, and I'm sure, well, you did end up applying to jobs and getting a job, but for me this semester in particular, you know, all my friends are applying to jobs and we're all sitting around, you know, we're talking about it and everyone's freaking out, talking about interest. And I, and I'm sitting there and I want to like encourage them and everything, but also I, don't have much experience that and I'm so blessed that that's not something that is on the top of mind for me right now and I'm so so grateful that and then I just feel so guilty because I don't even want to talk about my struggles because I feel like they're not worthy of talking about you know what I mean so I totally get what you're saying Brooke on that
1: yeah mine's a little different I will say but my like whole I'm two years ahead of Danielle in life but we started around the same time so I don't even know like our timelines just everything kind of came to fruition for me in 2019 I would say that was like Mm. the year and that's why I did get a job in 2019 that's why I did work for a few months because like honestly at that time I kind of needed a job like it wasn't really a reality for me to like be doing this off of like just the income that I was making um, from social media and I remember even like YouTube friends being like why do you need a job and I was like I am not making like enough to sustain myself and then I realized like I don't know what happened. I think like our podcast just kind of hit and like my videos and stuff started doing like really well. So I, I, it seemed like in the moment, like I remember all my new friends that I met were like, what? Like, did you just like blow up? Like what happened? I was like, no, I think it's just the compilation of all of those years. And it's just now like finally hitting that threshold, if that makes sense. Um, But I did do like the whole internship and job thing. And even that self-comparison, like within your peers and being like, you know how much money are they making, and mm. how, what? Oh, they got a job at like I. I was so pressed to like get a job at like a good, like big name company that like people would recognize because I wanted like my parents to be able to like brag on me and like to be yeah. able to write that LinkedIn post. But like, why? Like for what? Right. And for what? <laughs> right. And that job's
0: not teaching you anything, or you're just another intern that's getting coffee or making coffees uh-huh. at this huge, amazing company that has a glamorous name, then what's, it's just, it's just even if not more beneficial to work at someplace that appreciates you. that totally. doesn't, that maybe not everyone knows what it is. That you're not just like another number to them. Cause that's like, essentially.
1: Yeah. And I just didn't even care. Like I was, I wasn't even thinking about like my future happiness. I was thinking about in the moment, like my current, like threshold of like, Oh, this is impressive. Like this will be good.
2: So I right. feel like I
1: encourage people to think about that.
2: Yeah. And on the topic of checkpoints, I'm sure all three of us could relate to this. Obviously, we're all on social media. We all have our different, you know, platforms, and especially when you're on for a really long time, it's so hard to not compare yourself to other people and like like why haven't I hit a million subscribers yet? I've been on mm-hmm. YouTube for literally 10 years. Like what the heck and then you see these people that start on TikTok, it hits, boom, they have a million subscribers mm-hmm. on YouTube. Like the coolest opportunities ever. And it's so easy to compare. But then I like try to like reel myself back in and be like, wait, but I'm so thankful for my situation where I can have this quote unquote normal life and, you know, be a college student and then also share my journey with others. And I don't want to be doing exactly what they're doing. And everything's happening right. for its own reason. But it's hard sometimes. I'm sure you guys could relate, right? Oh my God. It,
0: it's so hard. Like I mm-hmm. can relate to what you guys are saying on a YouTube social media level and a career level because majority of the people in my life are, you know, just not on social media, don't have followings or just normal people Mm -hmm. um, live in corporate life, working their normal jobs. And I find myself comparing, I find myself comparing myself to them Mm. in terms of my corporate career and how much I'm making and what promotions I'm getting. And if I'm progressing at the same rate, But then on the flip side, I also compare myself to people who are on social media, Mm -hmm. not as much so because my life is more so on that corporate side. Like that's where my income comes from. That is where I make my money and where I do my thing. But like even so less about that, like monetary follower thing, Mm -hmm. but more about like should I be posting more? Like, right. why don't, am I too old to be relevant now with like, Oh my all these, gosh. Like, absolutely. No. Yeah, not that absolutely I like think that I'm old, but like, have I, has my channel or has my podcast or whatever just hit like this line of like, these are the people that listen and like, I am grateful for them. And, and that's it. Like is, is the growth not going anywhere because my content is niche or, or whatever. I'm not appealing to like the Gen Zers mm-hmm. or whatever, or Do I keep putting my effort into my podcast and social media and YouTube, if if it's not giving me back what I feel I'm putting in, Mm -hmm. and like it's not it's not making me revenue or or things like that? So these questions like swirl through my mind, and I'm like, what do I do? Like, do I keep doing it? Do I not? Do I just like do corporate stuff? So it's like a very weird balance for me.
1: I get that, and I I mean I even relate to like then my friends who are probably. I don't even want to say more so in a similar position to you, Jordan, but I have friends from college that like know my whole thing on social media. And then I know that they compare themselves to me and I'm like, we mm. like, it is so different, dude. Like it is, you can't even compare your like right. first job out of college to like what I'm, you know what I mean? So I think everyone's right. doing it and, You can't compare yourself to people you see on social media, of course, any of that stuff. I used to, like, in college, and talk about jealousy, I used to be the most bitter person. I would see, like, these people who were doing it full-time and, like, making just, like, high-quality production videos and whatever and be like, whatever, they're just YouTubers. And, like, felt like this, that I had to, like, get a job to prove something because it wasn't, like, a legitimate enough job or whatever it is. And that's, like, I had to look at my own judgments and be like, why do I feel that way? Oh, because I'm jealous. We used to have those right. conversations
2: all the time, Brooke. I remember we'd be like, oh, my gosh, well, they didn't go to college, whatever. And then yeah. like, looking back, we'd be like, I'm thinking, okay, well, here I am doing it. Like, I yeah, I went to college, and yeah, I'm getting that graduate degree, whatever. But then I'm just – popping off and going to do my own thing and that's completely okay and it's so okay to have those judgments because it's just natural our brain thinks so many things and then when you're able to have that self-reflection I think that's the mature thing and then you're like okay like there are different life paths especially now 2021 like there are so many different ways to become successful it's not like this one cookie cutter way totally
0: and I also think for me like it's important to remember when it comes of course like you guys are like super successful on social media and it's how you make your living And I'm like, I would like, I just, I think that sounds like so fucking incredible. And I just feel like I have to remind myself that like, because everyone's path is different. Like I could end up there one day, but like my path is going to look different to Brooke and Danielle's like, maybe nobody listens to my podcast for three years. And then one day, like all of a sudden everyone's listening to it. And I am Alex Cooper. You know? hey.
1: <laughs> it's, I do believe in like the compilation of the work. Like we see these people that are, I, I use this example recently because I love it. We see the Charlie and we see the Addison Rays, but what about the Josh Richards who people don't know? I listened to his podcast on Ed Milette. for years when he was 13, 14, 15, he would go on, I guess it was musically at the time and go on live and his sister would sit there with a second, like with her phone logged into his account messaging people because he pulled a list of the top like um, cause I guess you, it works like similar to TikTok, like gifts, like you can send money mm-hmm. that way. And they found like this list of like the top like donors. So this, he hired his sister to sit there and like ping the top donors to like come to his lives, did this every day. And like, that's how he made his money. And like, no one knew him wow. back in the day in high school when he did that, he was like getting bullied, like the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden we see his like crazy success. And he has like this podcast with Dave Portnoy and he's like, you know, doing like the, he's like a, yeah. a huge star now, but all of those years of work, like that's the reality for most people. So I totally, I right. keep putting in the work, wow. Jordan. I, I gen- yeah, like definitely. a huge proponent of that.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. And I had a similar conversation to one of my friends on the podcast recently. And she was saying more about like that corporate stuff about like getting new jobs and comparing like your corporate career to others. And she was like, you don't know like how many jobs that person has had that they absolutely hated. You don't know how many jobs that person has had where they made trash money mm-hmm. and like finally they got their quote unquote dream job. So you really don't know what goes on behind the scenes and like the work that people put in to get where they are, especially on social media when like all you just see the end result.
2: Mhm.
0: Exactly.
1: So and we only see them almost when they're like at the top. I mean, unless you follow someone like from the beginning and you see their whole journey of course, but like 9 times out of 10 you you're, you're going to see them when they're peaking, like not or I don't want to say peaking, but like they've they've hit it versus like the slow that's why I love like following creators like from the ground up and like seeing them explode and seeing them achieve all that success like that's the most fun to me
0: yeah okay now I really want to talk about like what in each of our stages what goals we have and what we're most looking forward for for our future like in the next one two years like what just really brings us like joy to think about because that's something that I do all the time. I love like, it. Moving to Italy, an
1: incredible goal. Okay, I feel like I'll go first, I guess. Um, definitely, the podcast is a huge goal for us. Uh, we've had a lot of like things happening, kind of behind the scenes with it. Um, hopefully, some positive changes being made. And of course, with Danielle being in New York, and we'll be able to record together. We want to start doing video. We really want to like take it to that next level. Um, it's been so exciting. Like I think seeing all the growth and the amazing guests we've been able to speak to and just the business behind it all is so exciting. So definitely growing the podcast for sure. And then for me, just like a random personal goal is I do, I've already begun investing in those sort of things, but I really just want to be setting myself up for like a smart financial future, whether that's mm-hmm. like some sort of investment property, I'm like, I might be doing that or um, just gen- general like stocks and stuff, which I already do with a financial advisor. But I want to, you know, I, I don't want to have any regrets in that regard. And I feel so lucky, like be where I'm at. So I want to set myself up because that's the one thing about our job. It's so unpredictable. Like we don't really know, like people, you could say a long-term goal, like my, my goal is to like start a business someday. Sure. But who, I don't know. Am I going to be vlogging when I'm 45? I don't know. I mean, I'm down, but like, I don't really right. know.
0: Right. Yeah, I can totally relate to the investing and financial goals. Like that's something that really hit for me with COVID because I feel extremely blessed and lucky to have kept my corporate job throughout all of COVID and to mm-hmm. have had a paycheck totally. and to also be able to live with my mom and save money that way. And I I have been so blessed to save a lot of money during COVID, which I know is so rare. Um, so with my new savings. I'm like, okay, I need to be smart about this. Like within the next year, I want to like double what I have or whatever through investments or through savings accounts. And I just don't want my, my stuff to be sitting there stagnant. And I think that that for me personally is like, okay, this has gone from like being a kid to like being an adult, Mm -hmm. like taking charge of my finances. Cause when I first graduated college, I like had no concept. Like I was like, right. Oh my God. Yeah. I go out to dinner every night. I have a hundred dollars in my savings account. And then I would like, get my- <laughs> like, okay, this is for my rent. And like, I would literally be living paycheck to paycheck right. to paycheck because I was just like living the New York going out life. So now I'm like, okay, you're 25. Like you have got to get this in line. Cause like, you want to like buy a house one day totally. and do things Like, it's weird that you got to start, like, thinking about, like, your actual And I, of
1: course, like, we're so lucky to, like, have jobs and be making money. Like, of course, everyone's situation is different. But, like, I think there's nothing wrong with being – I feel like so people have, like, so many problems with women, like, when they have money. And they're, like, I want to invest in whatever. It's, like, I I feel like that's, like, a a weird gender thing. But, like, that's okay to say. Mm -hmm. That's more than okay to, like, be bold. And even if you want to just invest $25, 20 bucks, like, whatever it is, just, like, taking that first step I think is huge.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I uh, I agree. Piggybacking off of what both of you just said, during quarantine is when i really started getting into investments more i was really i was so frustrated with myself because i didn't fully understand it and my dad and my brother actually were both like danielle like i know you like the like i honestly to be frank like i just loved seeing the money in my savings account i was like i just i don't want i don't i'm scared i'm so scared i met with a financial advisor everything i all the answer or the questions i answered i was very conservative with my answers like i didn't want to do much with my money i was so scared because i didn't understand it so then i took the time my dad and i would talk every day just kind of teach me more and more and i was like okay like this does make sense like i should do this and i actually started getting into it a really good time because you know the stock market was really really crazy last year and now i'm like so happy with myself that i did that and i'm like finally starting to see results and like understand why investing is so smart but i didn't understand it especially like in this youtube social media community like all of our friends are making money at such a young age we're all like let's go buy bags like we didn't really know anything and it's this crazy thing and i'm so i'm so thankful that i had that education from my family and I'm still learning, but that's a big one. Brooke's so right. Like it's so unpredictable. So you wanna be safe with your money and we wanna have a good life for the rest of our life. Wanna be a yeah. retire one day, that would be cool. But there's just it, that's also the cool thing is tomorrow I could decide to do something else. And for me, kind of going back to your original question about, you know, what your goals are obviously I was gonna say what Brooke said about the podcast I'm like I just have like such a good feeling about it we're having so much fun with it we've just had really fun meetings as you would say I hate so when people that. say that
1: <laughs> but it's true it's true and I hate to be like big things coming because it's not even like <laughs> it's it's on being honest it's not like a special project it's just no like, no we're both about to be doing it full-time or like right, right for the most part full-time whatever obviously if danielle ends up like doing stuff on the side i mean we both run our own youtube instagram like so technically it is a side thing for both of us anyways but anyways we're we'll have more time collectively definitely yeah Yeah. we're
2: just like excited to spiff it up a little bit and have some fun with it so i just like have a good feeling about that and we just love the gals and the go brand and Mm -hmm. everything of the sort so i know like that's gonna tie into it but then also like being a fashion merchandising major i've gotten so into fashion and i i that's another thing i'm so frustrated with myself is i don't know exactly what yet i'm I am. I just joined a magazine here on campus at UGA called Strike where we're like doing thing. I'm on the stylist team, so I want to see if I like styling or do I like the idea of designing. I don't really know, but I, I know I meant to do something in there. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know. There's just so many exciting things and I'm kind of just allowing myself to kind of go with the flow because that's not usually me with my Virgo energy, so I'm trying.
0: <laughs> I love that. I think for me... One of the things that I'm just like most looking forward to in the next couple years and something that I really want to accomplish is staying really consistent with multiple things in my life. Speaking of um, horoscopes, I'm a Gemini, so like we are Mm -hmm. the queens of like starting something and not finishing it. (laughs) And like, I didn't be like, I'm going to was... start this project and then like doing it for like a month and be like, okay, I'm, I'm done now. <laughs> so I really want to practice like consistency in more than one aspect of my life, Hopefully. like with working out and with keeping a healthy mm-hmm. lifestyle and with maintaining friendships and like connecting with people on a daily basis. And then when it comes to like my podcast and career, like I really want to stay consistent with my routines and... That's something that I've built a lot over COVID, and I'm really excited to implement that into the real world. I yeah. really like that you said that, Jordan, because that's actually like we didn't. I guess I didn't even think
1: about like more so like personal goals, but I feel the same way. Just I feel like this year I started. I know you too. We're on this health journey and yeah. Oh, yeah. working Wait, out yeah. and sure. whatever. And I, yeah, I've been like waking up earlier and just I feel so great. Like I, I like being in a. I don't even want to call it like healthy mindset, but just it's it. it it's a whole new way of looking at the world for me. And I want to keep this up.
0: Yeah. It's, it's really nice. Like I've been waking up super early as well. And like, I just feel like I have so much more time in my day mm-hmm. to get everything done. And I have time for me. I have time for friends and it's been like really lovely. And like, I just feel like it's going to be even better when I'm not living with my mom and I'm <laughs> on my own in my own space in New York, Soon. like back on the grind. So that's something that's, like, really, really important for me in the next few years. I'm so inspired Love to right hear now. it. <laughs> Guys, I think that's it. Thank oh. you both so much for being here. Honestly, like, this conversation, like, invigorated me, me with energy. With energy me too. I
1: feel charged up. I know. Charged I, up, I, ready I've, to go. I, I have to say, Jordan, like, you've always been such a constant, like, source of um, inspiration for me. Especially when I, I mean, definitely when I was younger. But still to this day, like, your drive and, like, your just overall so Mm -hmm. creative and so original like everything you do is just so it's so different than what we see all the time so I love to see it
0: thank you so much you're such a light in this world Oh my gosh,
2: guys, that means so much to we me. I'm
0: really? so happy that like you guys like want to be friends with me. Oh my oh, Shut God.
2: up. We're happy you want to be friends with us. Yes. <laughs> and
0: I am so excited for us to be in New York together. Same. And Danielle, I cannot wait for you to move I and know. join us. It's just going to be so epic. Guys, obviously, I'm sure you all know where to find Brooke and Danielle, but if you don't, follow them on Instagram, follow their podcast, Gals on the Go, and I think that's it that's it baby thanks for having us thank you again bye guys of course Bye.
1: bye